listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bass in your face, not an eight track, getting it good to the wood so the people give you some of that reacting to the facts that I kick and it stick and it stay around pointing to the joint. Put, Put the, the Buddha, Buddha down. down. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are live on a Sunday, mm-hmm. a very special morning edition Sunday, um, because it is our annual tradition here at the Blackout Tips. It is Father's Day. We had my mom come in last month, and now uh, we got my dad coming in. Uh, of course, if you're listening live in the chat, you guys uh, feel free to ask questions of my dad and uh we'll we'll talk about them during the show yeah put and it in the ask a question don't put it in the chat because we don't we don't pay yeah that. yeah <laughs> so just put it in the ask a question thing if if not we got a play a show planned anyway so we still gonna be in here talking um so don't worry about that but um yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball. Bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by uh i don't know just fatherhood okay <laughs> stick around to raise your kids all right i've seen come on that's after battle i've seen what's going around on social media and uh as much as this is father's day this is always anti-father's day at the same time somebody i saw a dude put a picture up with him and then he was driving a car uh, and then there was another picture with two little black babies that was his tw- that was twins that was adorable and he was talking about you know being the father to him and stuff and then somebody <laughs> quote tweeted it assuming to be his you know the mother of the children and she was like it's a reason he been showing y'all the same picture for two years because he don't be coming around here taking care of his kids and i was Aww. like only on father's day only on black father's day do we get <laughs> that type of coverage She's like yeah if you're gonna flaunt you need to be sure it's correct apparently like so be I, careful i read one uh was it uh, this morning was hilarious well well it wasn't hilarious for him but a dude uh was gambling mm-hmm. and i think he won like fifteen thousand dollars and cashed it in and they said that the people took all the fifteen thousand and gave it to the baby mom for back child support and they said oh, wow. he was highly upset Wow. Oh, pay man. your child support you wouldn't have that problem take care of your kids okay take care of your kids um at any rate dad we did want to thank you uh for you change your mind here you go uh <laughs> oh. oh thank you happy father's day yes, sir thank you ma'am got your little card there I appreciate this you know i always love you i appreciate it no problem I, I did text my dad and say what you want for father's day and he said i'm good so i said i can't let i can't not get you anything that's crazy yeah he said he, he said he good and your mom was like here is a list of specific items yeah, my mom sent us a, like a, a like three weeks in advance like these are the things that i will be accepting this year prepare okay really? i don't want anything else this outside me, of this list let me head to the mall and know, uh figure right? this one out because I, right? I don't want to be disappointed we- that's, my, that's mom mom got that agenda you know at least i knew she could be because normally we get her something and then she just already got it that's right yeah that's what normally happened that's that's my that's my issue too i always ask her what do you want what do you you know what do you need and she'll say i don't want anything and then about three days before she come out with this encyclopedia okay on this one <laughs> right. if you get that i gotta have these to support it you know? <laughs> so yeah so lovely did you uh, open the car yet let me open this car yeah yeah open it up 
Oh, Home Depot up in the house. You know, yep. I always, you look, know, I know you always doing always something in the yard. Send me a picture of your garden. Hey, man, building yeah. ass man. Yeah, man. He building know, something, man. putting something together. I'm ready to put something else out there, too. I like this card if I can get it open. Yeah, so is, to is open it, it, you pull at the top. Is it high tech? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's kind of high tech. It oh, transforms. Yeah. Oh, man. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that looks beer muggish. I yeah. like that, man. And then that. we we wrote at the top of it because we could we have a spot on the inside this, this time. Yeah. Hey, this is great right here. This will go right next to my other beer gels on the. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says, uh, we did want to wish you a happy Father's Day until you had a beer in your hand. There you go. So, thought you would like that. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. No problem. And I know. I know that Lowe's money gonna go to you. So yeah. Oh, Come yeah. on. He's gonna grab some screws, some nails, know, something. Right. I need some topsoil. Some drywall. I I don't know. You spinach. be doing everything. I got a little garden thing going on. I'm into that now. You know. Yeah. You you made me laugh. Well, I, well. Roger Dayton ain't old, but you know, for years I've always called him old, old man because he's yeah. older than me. And uh, Layla always laugh whenever I, I call him that. <laughs> but uh it's um you are one of the hardest working men i've ever seen in my life i will always say that every time i come <laughs> by there you either cut in the front yard cut in the backyard you go on aerating yep. you're painting you're moving furniture yep. you're rebuilding the house doing something yeah, you cool. you're, you're putting in the washer and dryer you're yep. putting in a <laughs> Right. you're putting in a seat for your wife now why do, now why do you do that after getting uh all that education to sit at a desk and um you know do it work and stuff why would you then want to then go outside and do all that stuff too well i'm just not a sedentary person you know i, I right now i'm pretty much retired but i play <clears throat> basketball two or three times a week um i'm building my little raised bed gardens uh, painting a room in the house i'm just uh, always active and I'm one of those people that I'm task oriented and I like to accomplish things because I get a great deal of pleasure out of accomplishing things, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. I like to just stay busy and uh, for the most part stay out of trouble, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Idle hands and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, <clears throat> like I, I hate working outside. Uh, it was like I had asthma growing up, so I know that was a big part Word. of it. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I never really liked the, the get in the dirt and mess with all that stuff uh, like yeah. i still get freaked out by like corn worms like when i buy corn from the uh yeah because right. we had corn know, out there right. for a while and it's like what the hell is all this I know, right? like <laughs> this ain't at the grocery store <laughs> it is, uh, i don't know what they do that's a good point you go to the farmer's market you know it's real but you go right. to the grocery store i don't have any worms all the corn is pretty you right. Know? right they, they, yeah, they they've you know. cleared it they cleared all that out i can tell i am a uh a citified person so i tell everybody people talking about raise your own food no no i'm okay with the system we have now i yeah. would die because i don't know what nothing is i don't know what nothing called can I you know, eat right? it can you not eat it can you cook it will it kill you how long i'm good <laughs> and tomatoes and stuff like that they taste so good when you just they're mm-hmm. out of the garden them. yeah you mm-hmm. first get them and you eat them right then yeah so. i i like uh whenever uh you because go, i you garden and i love it because i come by there and you get a big grocery bag i got all this stuff for you yeah. and it is so fresh sure. it's yeah. so good you yeah. cannot uh mimic it out of the grocery store i don't know how you keep up with the seasons and when to plant it and when to start and all that good yeah. stuff we did it when we were kids my grandmother my mom even my crazy dad all of us were people of the earth you know we always mm. did stuff so i took that along with me 
hoping my kids will pick it up you know rodney has a little garden over there he's yeah got going i saw on. it yeah yeah his stuff looks good he got and he got sebastian out there helping yeah, the there stuff you go. that's it man i was look, like i guess he gonna be the one to pass that one down yeah. <laughs> definitely wasn't gonna be me because then honey that skipped right on over me and roger yeah. i'll be like oh it's hot oh that's the bug that's I the know, bee right, right. no psh, psh, Spraying myself down and I don't shit. I really like eating outside when it's like at a restaurant where they're like, you want to eat outside? I'm like, nah, why would I do that? <laughs> a lot of people do do Y'all that. Y'all pay though. this AC bill. Know. Y'all know what it is. Plus, my dad got a garden. I ain't eat nothing. <laughs> right. Uh, so we do have some questions in the chat. Let me get here. So, uh, the first one. So, Papa Morrow, do you have any plans to, sh- to share your fountain of youth secrets? Uh, well, one of them is just try not to get old. You know, mm. <laughs> just, I don't know. Stay active if that's you know if that's the key. Stay active. Try to eat well. You know, don't drink too much. You know, listen to what your doctors say. Make sure you go get a physical every year, especially young men out here. Make sure you get yourself checked out. Don't get in anything you can't get out of. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't keep it zip, keep it covered. If you're out there like that, <laughs> you know, just stay stay straight you know yeah i had uh, i have my physical uh next week there you go so yeah you know and up there yeah uh i see you repping your team yeah. how much do you like trolling rod when unc loses uh, says jane thanks jane there are so few duke fans around that most of the time i'm the one getting trolled but mm. every once in a while i'll send a shout out whenever zion dunks on somebody you know and i'll send a picture out saying and it's a shame the best best talent in in decades uh y'all didn't win not a damn thing yeah that, but, that's a shame really but we had several these nuts got things going on out there you know couldn't be couldn't be roy roy wouldn't let that I happen know, man. but we had some injuries you know so you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know it's just it's about the game man you yeah. know what i like the tar heels a little bit but not much yeah I, I mean to think that in this year when y'all had uh what appears to be like three of the top nba, NBA players picks, yeah you know uh that y'all only went two and one against carolina yeah, that's you know yeah with a few little mm. injuries we'll take that some that's, people would say it comes down to coaching that's what uh that's what i hear all year long you know that's it that's i it. mean because you would think you know. even if the number one player in the nba that's going to the nba got hurt having the next two niggas would mean (laughs) that y'all would still be good but somehow it didn't work out that way it's like coach k just got relied on recruiting these one and done people i think he likes the press you know yeah he's done everything else you know he's won his championships he's had put a lot of players in the nba you know some flopped some made it they better not call coach cow dirty no more because duke the new number one pick place even kentucky be like damn Damn, again they got have a crib you know they got your boy a house moved his family up there you know some some, one of them agents tried to uh the dude that's uh messing with trump tried to come out and be like look man they out here trying to pay zion right i said damn he trying to mess it up man leave it alone brother (laughs) you ain't gonna get none of the brothers leave that alone it's a game you know it's a game what i mean by that is not basketball i mean it's a it's all about the money you know it's all about the money above all else i realize that yeah whatever school you got you better believe they coming into the hood pulling these kids out putting them to work for free for four years three years you know they come out without degrees sometimes and 95 percent of them don't make it beyond you know to get any professional money yeah but but in the meantime they've created a multi-billion dollar industry so i remember i told you years ago um i can't remember who 
i think it might have been when carolina was giving away like grades for anybody in the african-american studies class or whatever or something yeah it was some scandal and i remember telling you i was like i don't care like i was like i I hope they all get free grades and all the money they can take like f these schools they they don't care about us they don't man uh, only thing that made me mad is that was the african-american studies class i said damn I know, man right? give them could... give them something else <laughs> i know right they should learn about that one know, how about the, the, <laughs> the german-american yeah studies or something y'all know? can't give them statistics or something I for know, free right? y'all gotta give them the damn i want yeah. these brothers to know their history yeah then they weren't even going to class right you know, i was like oh man don't yeah. put us out like that but i yeah i assume oh until they start paying no more yeah or even better man like if you don't pay them just let them go play clay ball that's my thing and then educate the people that want to be educated so that that's what it's supposed to be for yeah Yeah. but 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 it's not about that it's about that dollar because truth be told the most of the people who quote unquote love college but hate the nba they they don't want real student athletes a real student athlete be my black ass out there i'm a student athlete because i'm not going you know to the pros that's right you know so because once you take that away that's right the the uh, quality of college basketball will go way down and they keep showing these balling ass coaching salaries man i mean that most of them the highest pay is the highest paid person in the state in most instances the college or the football coach one dude uh the dude that coaches at auburn for football alabama i think nick saban yeah like he get he already the highest paid coach uh at the you know almost every year but every year he'll be like now you know i might go to unc chapel hill if y'all don't Mm, i'm gonna need a pay raise and they'll give him a raise i'm like dog you already make the most what what what's the point of the rate and it's just like it's just all in the face of these kids (laughs) who can't make nothing like this like i heard you uh auction your shoes on ebay boy you know that's uh know, right? half a season right there we're not gonna be able to tolerate do get some pizza right <laughs> <laughs> boy you almost made 15 dollars. you must be I out know, your mind i know man so yeah uh the next question is got a question for dad this is from miss haiti 2020 hey miss haiti got a question for dad favorite movie uh yeah i put that in there i have two or three movies that i've watched over and over I'm not a big movie fan. I don't go to movies much. I don't watch it much on TV. But I always like the movie The Terminator. I always like Pulp Fiction and Fridays, stuff in that vein. You know, I like comedy, and I like stuff like just tearing shit up, you know, like The Terminator, you know, The Impossible yeah. White Yeah, they got a new one coming out. They got out. a new one coming out. Terminator. Uh, yeah. Another Impossible White Man movie. Yep. Yeah. That was uh, a <laughs> – now, the first one was probably my favorite uh the one where the second one uh, yeah, yeah he, that was my best one yeah well, he comes one. to uh because one is rated r yeah everybody forgets it I, was after they blew up they put it down to pg-13 which yeah. is cool but that rated r one was the, was the bomb oh, yeah. um two arnold was no joke boy he was blowing people away you got some of my favorite lines that one dude do make me fuck you up man <laughs> 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 arnold beat the shit out of <laughs> he said don't make me bust you yeah don't make me bust you up man yeah i gotta remember that 80s speak they took that i looked at him and said 
So Arnold walking up naked, he said, "What's wrong with this picture?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, buddy, you seen the bright light? <laughs> that, that homeless dude. You see a real bright light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then of course, you know, I'll be back. He ran the car through the damn police yeah, station. Man, he, looked, he looked around too. He looked around like, you know, I'm going to fuck this place. Yes, man. and he had the great practical effects, like when he got cut, and you could see him fixing his arm yeah, that's right yeah and this is before you know all that cgi right. and all that yeah, stuff right, they had to do that yeah, you know man. um <clears throat> then when he killed sarah connor uh the first one yeah. the one that um opened the door yeah she's like she was, he, he said sarah connor yes <laughs> he said poo and if if you watch the i watched this movie so many times y'all can tell know, if you watch the movie you see him shoot the first time and then he turned the gun towards the ground because she on the ground he's still right? shooting boom, like boom boom, boom. oh my god big ass gun yeah man that was straight man i like that movie love that movie yeah man. that was that was a good one because I, I really liked sarah connor as a protagonist like yeah, yeah. you know no see women get those kind of roles right. it right. was up until that point it was always white Man, dudes they got yeah. the you know some gotta survive the yeah you know the whatever the, like she turned from like a regular lady to a survivor and yeah. i think she was like pregnant yeah at the end of the film like that's my movie it was kind of weird because i think the guy who came back con what was his name uh what reese the, yeah reese was wasn't he her son or something he was like that? best friends of her son okay then he came back and impregnated right so it's like it's like yeah. a hell of a time yeah, loop. No, man. and also the reason that uh that the fucking terminator even exists is because uh joe morton the black science man he played black science man in every damn movie (laughs) he's someone need to do like a a special youtube featurette on just joe morton's acting career this nigga gets every science role Mm. in every movie even now he's still like this was i don't know 1980 something and that's the first time i remember him being black science man um but i was watching a movie i can't remember what it was but we saw a preview for a movie this year and i said karen damn here you go fucking something else up <laughs> somebody said he was the scientist in scandal too oh, yeah man. stop letting this man mess with science every, that's why shit is fucked up every movie he was he was a science and a scientist in the justice league movies he was cyborg's oh. father oh yeah <laughs> typecast baby uh, yeah he got i mean he I, I know black actors when they see him come in for them science roles be like damn like, uh, i won't be getting this role <laughs> oh right. man i'm leaving this audition why what? joe morton just showed up man what you know you're gonna get got? it what else you got can i play sad walker number two right so then um joe morton the reason that the skynet exists is because joe morton finds the arm of arnold schwarzenegger's terminator so like that's a time loop too you see what i'm saying like skynet didn't exist they rebuilt it from this arm it's because i and i think it's the second one when he opens up the vault and he's like that's the arm and they're like nigga what you doing give us the arm back i was like he because he black science man he got the can't help himself yeah. um but i was surprised you didn't say sling blade oh i but, did say sling blade I, oh okay I, actually i typed that into the uh to the chat somebody asked me that earlier so i said sling blade and um terminator and fridays and maybe one other one okay <clears throat> but definitely 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 sling blade now that's a movie i've watched like about <laughs> you love that movie he used to quote that movie all, I, all the time when i was in the military i was stationed in arkansas so some of that dialect that they used and i was like damn 
how about you that's how they say good morning how mm. about you i said damn i heard that before <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about doing fried potatoes yeah, fried <laughs> <laughs> y'all got anything good to eat in there Reckon <laughs> what you like to eat he's asking the dude to work there Reckon what you like to eat in there it's always funny in hollywood when they it's them roles they play where it's like a person that's like almost mentally challenged right right. right at the line yeah. and then that's when they start getting awards that's you right. know tom that's hanks right. with yeah forrest gump yeah like uh i am sam that yeah. movie rain man yeah. like rain man yeah. it's always like right at the line of like yeah. i don't know if this is exploitation know, or not right, right. exactly <laughs> <laughs> you can't um, use a word you can now you can't use the word retarded you right else. right <clears throat> yeah. don't use the r word yeah. but uh he's definitely on the spectrum yep. let's now get this money That's um do you and rye ever play ball together uh not anymore but yeah. we used to yeah we used to hoop up yeah that's how i learned yep. um kind of i uh my dad can shoot i never really could um but uh i remember i still remember that time we went to the harris y and we played with them three girls that were here yeah. from uh what movie joanna man they were extras in Joanna Man, but they were also professional WNBA yeah, players. Right. Oh, that's yeah, been years that. ago. Yeah, yeah me and yeah. my dad went to the Y, yeah. and nobody would play with them. Yeah, and uh so we was like, put us on, like, well, sign us up, let's go. Yeah. Like, it, you know, we ain't gonna wait an extra hour just to play with the perfect team. Yeah, and uh we won a whole bunch of games. Doing yeah. <laughs> it was good. As hell. You know, it, was, it was one white girl that was over there. She had messed up her knee. She had mm-hmm. played wnba ball this is a, maybe another time we went mm-hmm. and i said you know she was i had to check her i said shit yeah <laughs> i didn't want none of that smoke no, man. no and, she, and she had a bad knee i was right. like man, i can imagine she was a, she was rehabbing herself back in the shape man she yeah on the way back, yeah when, women basketball is basketball but there are some fundamental things exactly that are different right, between yeah. men when men and women yeah. play yeah. a lot of times on a low women are actually more aggressive that's and right. actually fight that's for right. the ball that's like right. like fight for the ball yeah. more and actually way like more physical and actually really like they don't go to blows but That's you know right. it's like oh bitch i'll fuck you up for this guy and, and, you know, and you know when you're a dude playing against a woman you don't really expect that you know right they yeah, elbow I'm you her, i'm let her go to the hole and you're like damn she just hit me in the neck right you know? all that chivalry go yeah, out the yeah, window yeah, after right, you get right. elbowed in the face they was like no yeah. i foul yes i fouled yeah. you you stop moving that's the foul and that girl was like six three yeah like he's a big big girl you know she was she was big and strong you could tell mm-hmm. she'd been taking care of herself i enjoyed that yeah we uh uh at fanville state we used to have uh the girls basketball team sometimes they would come over and play at the park um together you know and they'd be like we got our fire we running together and yeah. it only took me one time playing against them i said yeah when they come i'll wait that's right. everybody's like uh you gonna wait man just some girls said all right going out there player yeah I know, like right. even if you beat them they like you take a beating that's like right. even to win the game they like elbow you they calling you yeah. bitch all yeah, kinds know, right. of stuff you gonna call that foul bitch i'm yeah. like you slap me in my face because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they used to be challenged by dudes a lot of them most likely have played with a bunch of men so they're like hey right. i can talk it too and yeah. You know, you buck up and then no. fuck around and fuck you up. You think you think you yeah. <laughs> think yeah. you gonna put some dukes up? Yeah, I remember they hit me one time. I said, "Damn, y'all rough." They was like, "You a bitch? You look, you at this? You so you gonna call a foul on a girl?" I was like, I know, "You know right. what, man? Y'all right? I, y'all yeah. ball? Just I don't yeah. want no problems. I, know, right. I can wait." Um, but yeah. Uh, and then let's see what else we got for those trying to get into Stilly Dan. What album should they start with? Uh, Aja. Yep. That I listen to that on the plane. Great album, great album. Every about everything on there is good. 
and another and it's short one. too it's Gaucho. not that long gaucho that's another good one <clears throat> gaucho yeah gaucho right, i'm gonna add that right too. now yeah but uh is it g-o-u g like gaucho like a, a spanish word gaucho g-a-u-c-h-a-u uh, okay i think it's a guy gaucho oh okay i see all right i'm adding it now well uh yeah it's interesting though uh, i listened to that asia on uh on the plane when we went to uh california yeah and it was dope it was yeah. smooth yeah i i didn't realize i knew all the songs because yeah. uh, you had been playing it when i was a kid yeah. <clears throat> uh, that. Yep. marlene asked a very easy question what is the greatest lesson you learned that's a uh, <laughs> that's uh, an easy one see the greatest lesson i learned in life i guess i I guess in life stay alive stay alive stay alive yeah say what you do do what you say ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) say what you do and do what you say that if you live by that you'll be okay yeah i think that's a song too say what you do do what you say i'm not a rest um <clears throat> that's all i know too man you about bad as me every time somebody says something i'm like man that's a lyric layla, layla's sick of that because i'm always telling her like lady you know that's a song she said yeah no, not, <laughs> not again <laughs> yeah most of mine is mu- movie quotes yeah i remember a lot of movie quotes yeah. um all right let's get into the news y'all okay we've got a lot of news happening right now and the people want to hear about it feel free to continue to ask questions in the chat of my dad if mm-hmm. you got them um and uh we'll talk about it um oh i know what i meant to bring up um if you want to talk about this uh can you tell me what happened when you went down at dude's house for craigslist with a uh didn't you say you saw like a confederate flag or something oh yeah this guy I was gonna, <laughs> my dad's I, telling me this story I, I was gonna till up this guy I, I till up gardens and stuff so i was gonna till up this guy's garden and i don't know who the people are the guy just said his tiller broke he lived in uh, Mount Holly, I believe, which is a little small town to the west of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nice guy, and it's, you know, chat, and, you know, not a, what do you call it, text messages. So I rolled up there. He lived on Third Street, which is close to downtown. I was like, okay, this is cool. So I go down the road. First of all, I noticed it's a dead end road, right? But it's near downtown, and, and it's a, you know, kind of rural look, but in the city. I'm going down the road, and I get almost there, and I look to, there's a barn right beside his house. And he had the biggest ass Confederate flag I've ever seen in my life. Hung up on the back. I said, I don't know if this shit's gonna work out. But I said, you know, I'm cool. You know, I'm, I, I can deal with anything. So I pull up. I hope this dude ain't listening. He's not listening to this. You think he can listen to this? You think he listening to these niggas? I need to pick some people out. You know, Black Guy out there, this is my favorite podcast right there, boy. I tell you. Them sons of bitches is funny. He's sipping out his Confederate flag coffee cup. So I pulled up in the yard, you know, and I uh, got there. And he comes out and he waves at me. All right. He's got on. First of all, he's got on uh, camouflage shit. What are you planning on sneaking up on you? What the hell is this? And military boots on. Oh, no. Who you know is a gun arsenal somewhere? You know one of those little... camouflage hats is kind of flipped up the oh like the kind of uh they always showing those like u.s like, ranger marine yeah, commercials yeah, oh my yeah, god like, oh no did he yeah. have a haircut too what the hell was happening here yeah. was he out here looking for the predator and, and he, he has a nine millimeter i found out later a high point a cheap low-end nine millimeter strapped to his side oh no I'm like damn 
and he comes out there and tells me back in so I backed in and then his two brothers come out similarly dressed and they're looking at me like two pit you know how dogs look at you like okay mm-hmm. my master's out here if he wasn't I eat your ass up but they're just looking at me like <laughs> like that so I backed in you know and I, and I got in so I till the garden I charge like $60 an hour but I charge him like it took me like an hour and a half. I said, if I get $60 and out of here alive, I'm good. <laughs> so he came out, he paid me. Then he's talking about what he's going to plant. I was just trying to make small talk. So he said, I planted ghost peppers last year. You want one? Ghost peppers are like the, the hottest shot. peppers. Yeah. yeah. 50,000. Rome in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Right down here in, uh, Fort Mill. You're like, come out here by this, uh, by this newly tilled dirt. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and see, lay down here and let me measure you. <laughs> <laughs> what size of coffee need to be? So he went out and got the peppers, man, brought, he went inside and said, oh, I grew some last year. And he brings out these frozen ghost peppers. And they're small and kind of, you know, not intimidating looking at all. So he said, they all look at me. They said, take a bite. Take a bite. Yeah, I said, nah, I'm good. Damn. <laughs> what know, the hell? I know they're going to underpay me, kill me, bury me out there. He died from eating the peppers. I don't know why. We just put him in the garden. For oh, favorite. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my experience, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I would have left as soon as I seen that flag. That flag me either. Like, that would have been the end of the transaction. That's the warning sign right it's there. Really, that flag was at least, let me see, it had to be at least. 12 13 14 it was bigger than that about 15 feet long and about uh maybe 10 feet high something like that oh my god yes zaped up there man if it was an american flag i could you know i'd be cool but it was like you know Mm-mm. i'd be suspicious Mm-mm. but i'd be cool. sometimes the american flag is scary yeah, enough right? <laughs> susie want me to do some outside work work in the field that's part of that that's <laughs> senator i'm a house nigga yeah i know right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you, uh, so you still do a lot of that Craigslist stuff or? Uh, a little bit. Mostly like aerations or something like I that. I think I might have to use Craigslist. I hate Craigslist, but I think I might have to use it. We got a, uh, a exercise elliptical we bought. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know what's hard. wrong with it. It's too much on our knees. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't have any problem with the elliptical at the Y, uh, the one up here at they the move apartment smoothly, complex. But this uh, feel like you're fighting like, against it. Oh. Yeah, and it's even on the lowest setting. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they set it up, but yeah, I think I gotta get rid of it. I don't know how to get it out the door. Because oh. I have to probably take it apart. Oh, man. So I'm like, damn, I gotta call somebody on Craigslist to get rid of this shit. Tell them to come and, tell them to come get it. Yeah, I know? think that's what I'm gonna have to do and see what they can do. Tell um, them they pick it up. Got some it, people in my house. Up, you know. Ugh. I know, right? I, I was like, y'all ain't got like a service to do this. I, I can't know, be the right? first person that got this machine know, that was right? like, this some whack. <laughs> this is, this is whack yeah it's much better in the store yeah, yeah that shit feel like you're going up the stairs i was like well goddamn, i know i'm old but shit <laughs> right i'm like i do the elliptical this is not like this yeah, is not this is a yeah. problem with this machine I, like get out of here where'd you get the machine from um just dick sporting good mm-hmm. okay you know um yeah, maybe I mean, carlos knows something about how long you had come getting it? um we probably had about a year or some oh, change man, so. you might be able to write them and just say man this thing is whack you know yeah. what's going on maybe they'll you know i don't know um but we need to get rid of that thing replace it with something that uh we can do right because i like working out of the house i just particularly in the wintertime when it's cold right on that thing yeah Uh, my knees be like a smooth 15 minutes it be like all right now all right now Um, i'm gonna get hot on you 
speaking of uh old people knees oj simpson joins twitter word i saw that oh yeah for why the juice is loose so he's gonna get back he got some people he need to get back at yeah, yeah. She said, "I got a little getting even yeah, to do." Yeah, oh no, somebody might end up dead. That ain't good. Yeah, he's ready to get on there and cut up with the rest yeah, of us. So. He, he he don't know how it works. Really cut up. All right, you want to chop it up? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, he's seventy-one years old. Uh, he just got out of prison. Um, I think October twenty seventeen, and uh, <clears throat> he uh started in uh uh account on social media platform the same week as the 25th anniversary of the murders oh man <gasps> just slapping some people can you imagine being ryan goldman damn man mm. you know mm-hmm. pick up the paper and say damn this nigga just right away. <laughs> right <laughs> I, I mean i'm not saying it's okay for white people to say the n-word but like if he said it i think i would look the other way i, know, right? I, yeah. think, I mean i know a lot of y'all wouldn't but i think in, in Ryan Goldman's case, if he called OJ Simpson a nigga, I'd probably be like, you know what, man, I'm not even gonna report yeah, you, bro. Know, Just, right. you get one free, cause this nigga is tripping. Yep. Out here making a living off of killing somebody, kid. Right, man. that's why he be on his ass. He's like, I don't care if you get fucking 50 cent, I want it. Yep. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think I got the video here too. Um, uh, he said he has a little getting even to do, because, mm-hmm. you know, the world's been, very unfair to oj simpson yeah he, he trying to squeeze the most he can out of yeah. the situation because yeah. oj mm-hmm. hey twitter world this is yours truly now coming soon to twitter you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything now there's a lot of fake oj accounts out there so this one at the real oj 32 is the only official one so this should be a lot of fun i got a little getting even to do so god bless take care getting even okay y'all i'm gonna delete all my tweets about oj simpson jokes <laughs> you don't know what kind of getting even this nigga planning on doing but right, i don't cause, want because he was in jail when when everybody was when the trial was uh when they was doing their um a reenactment of the trial yeah like he was at the uh at golf course or something too and yeah, you hear a knock on your door yeah yeah who is it uh i, I came <laughs> to pick up the lift group machine <laughs> <laughs> it's me oj i need to use this knife to cut it apart and get out the door. <laughs> now up against the wall <laughs> you got some screwdrivers in there <laughs> all right man oj so we're gonna get zesty up in here yeah. right man. so yeah um got a little even getting even to do so uh you know hide your kids hide your women oh um, lord somebody asked a question i see a number one. Oh, okay all right let me go to the questions real quick see who asked another question in the chat oh okay do you prefer to be treated to a restaurant or do you like to cook on father's day um actually you know that's a good question too i, I like to cook in general i don't cook as much as i'd like to cook um mainly because my wife's such a much better cook than i am but uh restaurants cool but father's day you know everything's real crowded you know and i'm not a big crowd person so I'd rather do like a day after Father's Day, you know, something like that. You gotta practice Mother's Day. I don't yeah, know. Dads yeah. don't get the same love. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I think uh, um, it's weird because, like, for Mother's Day, all the restaurants are like, take your mother out to eat, take your mother uh, out to eat. Father's Day is just like, uh, cook out. Get, get that nigga something. Yeah, yeah. Make him get to cooking. Yeah, no. Get, get on that grill. Out. Get the grill out, pops. Yeah, the last thing they be like, uh, he might want to actually spend the day alone. Like, mo- sometimes Mother's Day for mamas be like, can I just be by myself? Yeah, like, just true, me yeah. by myself, yeah. walking around, butt naked if I feel like it, ain't got to worry about no kids or nothing. I know, right? I know, right? Yeah. 
uh let's see what else we got here police say a man broke into ocasio cortez's office uh alexandria ocasio cortez of course is wow. um oh, they don't like that woman yeah like she is she is like the face of liberal socialism democrats blah 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 and a lot of uh people are upset donald trump uh fox news people target her all the yeah, time like to talk. she's a good target you know. <clears throat> so a 27 year old man which is funny right because a lot of these people that got into power off of the back of you know hillary clinton barack obama they're just not uh progressive enough and they need real progressive blah 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 and um i always say like well part of that is also the media's pushback against them right hillary clinton was one of the most hated women for 20 something years in this country so of course everything we discuss is tainted by that hatred even if you are a democrat even if like there's it's impossible to escape the amount of shit she's just had thrown at her um and the same thing for um you know barack obama we as black people saw it he went from a little known person to muslim african uh terrorist uh born in the united states yeah like we watched that happen on our like whoa what wouldn't he what this the most acceptable negro of all time he's harvard educated uh (laughs) like never gets in any trouble i mean clean as a whistle what the fuck is this yeah Yeah, like what do y'all want i mean he light-skinned and everything i mean goddamn we would have sent a real nigga up there boy who knows what would have happened he's a joke to me he's gonna help barbecues on the white house line. right it's just mess with it man like uh call them apes and monkeys and shit like that right. so uh we watched that happen and so what's funny is watching it happen to these people who came in kind of as anti-establishment democrats like y'all too soft y'all too weak just go up there and tell them this and so they start talking and then the first thing that happens they're like kill these motherfuckers her yeah um ilhan omar mm, like yeah. they're trying to literally get these women killed yeah, this is not a are. game yeah um and and keep in mind barack obama was the most death-threatened president of all time um ran out of bullets they bought yeah they sold out of bullets when he took office like i don't know what the hell so anyway uh this stuff is dangerous the things that these people are saying back to them you know and i don't feel like ocasio cortez or ilhan omar saying anything less than the truth it's just the fact that america ain't never been able to handle the truth and they're female too you know right and democrats and you know it's, just I mean, it's a long history in this country of killing uh people for uh talking about too much truthfulness yeah. uh so a man sprayed a fire extinguisher while officers arrived creating a cloud condition said new york police department spokesperson uh george sorvacus um he added that when the cloud dissipated the man was seen holding a broken bottle he then entered a utility closet but exited after officers persuaded him to do so the man was then taken into police custody adding that the charges against the man are pending um she was not in her queen's office at the time of the break-in and i keep saying they are getting lucky with these they're catching the dumbest ones right there was that one dude shipping bombs that didn't blow up and he had a big ass van with like trump make america great again kill nancy pelosi yeah like at some point someone a little bit more competent is gonna pull off one of these crimes and someone's gonna get hurt because fox news hates the truth yeah well that was that was like watching i watched all news you know i watched fox and msnbc new york one and just the you can take one issue <clears throat> watch on cnn and you hear some stories and the truth and some commentary you put it on fox it's like man this must be a different world right here because they're saying exactly the opposite 
you know donald trump will tell a lie and they'll expose him on cnn and on uh fox news they'll say no that's not what he said that's not what he meant you know Mm -hmm. he's got a nice family you know just it's like it's a total uh, distortion of what the reality is and when i walk into like a uh, like say an auto mechanic shop and see Fox News on, I'll be like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, and then sometimes. <laughs> like these niggas got my car. Got, come on. Right. And, my brakes, man. You know, drive. black people don't need brakes. <laughs> that's the problem. That, I was watching Fox News this morning. <laughs> and sometimes that's my sign. I'll be like, you know what? I won't be back. Fuck that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have older guys that live in my neighborhood and they watch fox news all day and because you know they see me around they just they forget you know who i am i'm a brother man right they walk up to me and say something just start talking this weird shit about this is 2019 you know benghazi you know they're over there (laughs) i'm like come on man that was like yesteryear man man i was a dude named pat that we played ball with at this uh siski and you like i think he like half mexican or italian or something like a darker skinned white dude and uh what day i was Trying to get playing ball he started talking about some uh uh he like i can't it, like he didn't say anything racist about black people to me but he started talking to me about like you know these mexicans taking people jobs i was looking at him like nigga you mexican He's what like, you talking for <laughs> don't you got a job like what the fuck like y'all gotta turn that tv off man yeah y'all yeah. y'all really be leaving the house crazy yeah, that's right yeah i had a, a co-worker like that and i she she wouldn't never say about me but she would basically talk about mexican and like latino and i just you know we at work so i just zoned her out but one of my other co-workers was yeah, like uh, do you know not too long ago y'all thought the same thing about us and she turned red right. and got highly right. upset she was like i don't want to hear that and then be one of the first people talking about hr be one of the first people to run to hr talking about they offended bitch don't bring it up at work well that's, that's why right. we have to have them stupid ass classes i know man yeah you can't fool me man you oh. talk about that shit you definitely talk about black people i got another little story for you mm-hmm. if i can of course i already for this guy down in rock hill or fort mill a couple uh, a couple weeks well not even about a week ago and this guy was from texas you know how texas mm-hmm. is a very red state and he was down there and of course they have all these workplace shootings and stuff and he made a joke he's a white guy he's about 54 55 years old and he made a joke he'd been with this company 20 years he said yeah man if i were, if i was ever gonna shoot up a place i'd wait till i'm like about 87 years old 90 years old and i'd come back and spray the place down he was just joking right yeah Man, everybody looked at him like he said the <laughs> next day he was on his way to Charlotte to look for another job. Said so they got him out of there. Yeah, yeah man. you don't play them yeah. games. Oh, everybody going straight to HR. Every, plus, everybody has worked at an office job where you that's know right, you know the you know dude that's going to shoot it you shoot it up. It. That's right, man. I used to work with a dude. I was like, Me this too. nigga going to shoot it up. Know, he hunted. Yeah. That's he had right. uh he he hunted not just that he hunted he only liked talking about hunting that's right he used to be a um exterminator oh yeah talk about killing animals and yeah. shit oh yeah and then uh he and then he was always disgruntled at the job he always be talking on this job yeah oh shoot we made a mistake this weekend i'm like <laughs> hey man uh brad you good bro yeah you, know, everything right. crazy. I, I treated him nice I as hell know, i said listen the only reason I'm not, cause people are like, why are you so nice to Brad? You know, he weird. I said, listen, the only reason I'm so nice to Brad is I'm hoping, uh, that I get the phone call from the parking lot, like, hey, Rod, hey, Rod you might not want to come on day. Yeah. Okay, buddy. And I'll be like, you know what, Brad? I'm going my ass back on home. And you then, have a good one. And I work with another guy at a, a bank here, similar situation, very intense, very intelligent guy, very intense. 
he came into work one day and just out of the blue he said if I have a one of these days I'm gonna come in here and and just bring my AK in here and just just spray this what yeah honest to God he said it so what the other guy who's a manager there his name is Mark looked at him real hard and said uh, I'll tell you what if you really decide to do something like that can you do it on a Thursday because that's my day off (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah I I, I was like I'll be on Brad's side he'd be like you know that's the problem these people up in here they do I'll be like you're right man these motherfuckers need to learn I know that's right Anyway, brother, uh, you got my phone number I just know, in right. case uh, anything yeah, happened. Hit, hit me up. You need to text me or something, I you know. know right. I also made sure I got that little after him. That's right. So I figured if you're going to shoot it up, probably going to start at the beginning of the day. That's right. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, what time are you getting? 7.30? Okay, I'll be as well. 7.35. I'm going to get some coffee. I'll be back at 8. Right. You know. Like, I had to check in with him like the forecast every day. Check <laughs> yeah. Brad, everything straight? <laughs> right, we yeah. good? Yeah, I'm good. One time we had potluck and he made some, uh, and I don't eat nobody food to potluck. Yeah. But he made some, uh, deer venison chili. Oh. And, uh, he killed. Right, of course. (laughs) And, uh, you got damn right I ate that chili. (laughs) (laughs) I ate some chili that day. I said, this is delicious, Bob. Uh, Brad, this is the, mm, this is the best chili I've had in my life. Don't kill me. All right, man. Talk to you later uh let's see what else we got here in the news uh a man was sent to prison for urinating in a memphis cereal factory oh, man. a tennessee man's been sentenced to 10 months in prison the cheerios yeah i guess we found out the uh, answer to who pissed in your cornflakes right because you yeah. know normally when you get an attitude people that's what people ask you who pissed in your cereal mm-hmm. apparently somebody actually pissed in the cereal mama why mm-hmm. my frosted flakes soggy mm-hmm. <laughs> straight out the box yeah all right the bag ain't supposed to be wet Damn. um you, the you, weight in this is off <laughs> he urinated on a kellogg he urinated on a kellogg cereal conveyor belt Damn. at a memphis facility uh the uh, the i guess he shot up the place a different way at work i guess so the uh u.s attorney's office in memphis says 49 year old gregory stanton was sentenced friday in federal court stanton had pleaded guilty in november to tampering with consumer products spray this place down yeah because you have to think about it now you have forced them to fucking shut the plant down they gotta shut the plant down they gotta send everybody home they gotta sanitize shit yeah mm-hmm. like you you cost them possibly billions of dollars because you want to piss go to the bathroom no telling how many times he had done that right <laughs> right right he just happened to get yeah. caught this time he's probably just a little pissed off <laughs> I guess he was like, this year was just a little bit too dry. Had a little bit of moisture to it. Yeah, a little pissed mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the indictment says he was a contract worker at Kellogg's. Uh, it was in April 2014. So, if you ain't needing Kellogg's since then, it might have been you. Who knows? <laughs> they said, you're not going to, you contract, you're not going to get that permanent job, brother. <laughs> this, it's probably most of us because Kellogg's is just about every brand. Yeah. That's why we have the probationary period um so yeah they said he were he recorded the video of oh, himself man. urinating into a bucket and dumping the contents into uh, raisin bran 
Oh, thank this, God I don't eat raisin bran. The shit I oh. don't eat, no. Everybody check your cla- check, oh. check the cabinets. Check your cabinets. Mm-hmm. Never been so happy to eat Fruit Loops. Come on. Yeah. They said sugary kill, sugar will kill you, uh, cereal kill you, but you know what? It ain't got no piss in it. That's right. Uh, he also- nasty ass raisin bran. I know, I know your fiber and y'all colon is good, but goddamn it, I'm straight. Yeah. They couldn't tell the difference. That's the no. thing with raisin bran. Oh, oh that's You're like, terrible. oh, it's still, it tastes kind of like pee anyway uh he also <laughs> he also recorded himself urinating to a production line a month later uh he Damn. posted the videos on the internet in 2016 <gasps> so he only got caught because he told on himself he would have got away with it damn man how, how old was this guy anyway 49 yeah, a, a oh he's yeah okay so he's 49 when he got convicted so he would have been like 44 when he did yeah, this he, maybe he just hadn't matured yet you know you got grow up yeah probably yeah. a white dude i don't have a yeah. picture of him of course he I white put this in guess the race if i did yeah, yeah, no, right. you know you know just a just a kid out there just need a second chance that's it he only got 10 months for this law enforcement and the food and drug administration investigated kellogg said in a statement that it's pleased that he was brought to justice but they never would have caught him it'd be a mcdonald's next yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna choose you know they need workers man you know mcdonald's is like uh i guess we can go ahead and hire them now we put him back there with all the robots mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened um depression in black boys begins earlier than you think mm-hmm. not black children but yes um uh, from 2001 to 2015 the suicide risk for black boys between the age of five and 11 was two to three times higher than that of white boys according to a new research wow. letter from jama pediatrics this concerning trend continues through adolescence as reported by nationwide youth risk behavior survey um the rates of attempted suicide include att- including attempts that resulted in an injury poisoning or overdose are 1.2 times higher among black males compared to white males yeah these persistent trends are enrooted in life expectancy disparities that black boys face the apa working group on health disparities in boys and men recently released a new report on health disparities in racial slash ethnic and sexual minority boys and men which includes a review of research which may help to explain this <laughs> increase in the suicide of black boys um recent national conversations on suicide have gone past the usual reach out if you need help messages to encouraging friends and family to reach out to individuals that they think might be suicidal or struggling with depression this is undoubtedly important but to do this people need to know what depression looks like according to the apa report even professional health care providers have trouble detecting depression among racial ethnic minority patients no shit because there's not studies done on us because the the the, the thing about this a lot of people uh without degrees could probably tell you this just looking at the how things go because when if you're in a household that has poverty if you're in a household just low income a lot of people underestimate children can pick up on adult stresses and their sibling stresses and their family members stresses at a very 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 early age and if you're an adult and you're sad and you're depressed and the weight of the world is at you your children pick up that same weight at barely early ages and people underestimate that we haven't had studies done on us to pick up on these things most white children and, and white people have had these studies done so they're able to diagnose them early get them into therapy and therapists and all that shit for us it's just that you're supposed to live with it and also it's it's, it's a cultural thing because we jesus prayed away type of people and you'll be all right and be strong and all that other bullshit versus i can do that and be on my medication and balance myself out too 
you know it's also kind of interesting because the racial disparity in the people that are diagnosing you like it's kind of like healthcare professionals there's racial bias in the people that do healthcare so they prescribe less payments to black people than they would say a white person with the same injury they uh different type of medicines they run different tests instead of on black people like um and it's interesting too because when you're talking about the brain there's a certain amount of like uh i don't know depressing shit out there when you black like it's a certain amount of like you know like damn this this is i'm like you're almost cognizant of how the country is if you're paying attention like Mm -hmm. i don't know that the comparison the one-to-one comparison on what is healthy should even be to white people in america because i don't know that white people are necessarily the picture of health because they just have a lot of privilege that they don't have to experience these things so you know and i'm not saying these are good like we obviously need help but you know a black boy walking outside and thinking about you know the police could come up and end my life he's not that far like that's not a far-fetched reality where it's like you're just anxious and paranoid it's like no that could happen so you do need to be careful around these police um so i could see how that could lead to years and years of stress on black on these black boys yeah and when you're talking about a lot of young children who have seen family members get shot family members get abused by the police like like actually been in the vicinity and watch it happen live that shit will fuck you up it fucks up adults so you know it's gonna fuck with children yeah yeah i remember i watched uh when they see us uh the uh four-part thing on netflix about the central park five and then five years ago they had a documentary by ken burns about the central park five which i watched that too and uh you know i still remember when i was a kid that uh when that was going on like being like what is wowing what is like what was bad about these black boys going to a park you know what i mean because to me it's like everybody in my neighborhood was black what's inherently dangerous about us hanging out together yeah but you looked in the paper it was like this is dangerous these black boys being together is dangerous uh they on drugs they in gangs they are uh, attacking people um basically making and these were 13 year old kids and stuff so basically making it to be that like uh i think at that time i probably was like nine to ten so basically making it to be like yo these type of kids are different from other kids they are capable of violent crime in a way that white kids aren't you know uh so yeah it's definitely changed the way i even looked at uh um just being a black kid and that was very young that i realized that so i you know and i'm sure my white counterparts don't have those they never had that you know that experience you know the police are looking at you your own people in your neighborhood are looking at you uh white people looking at you in a way of like this dangerous uh super predator kid and i'm like man i play with transformers i don't know nothing about (laughs) any of this shit that y'all are talking about um but yeah now (laughs) yeah it's got to have some mental health effects on you um so yeah the only thing that's interesting to me is the uh reach out reach out to people if you think they need help it it is interesting because i don't know that people always know what it looks like Mm-mm. um they said men from these groups are diagnosed with depression less often than non-hispanic white males and depression may also prevent it se- present itself differently in males as irritability anger and discouragement rather than hopelessness and helplessness correct 
uh the unique way that depression presents itself in males combined with the underdiagnosis of men of color with depression may intersect to cause further disparities in black boys the apa report discusses how black boys are more likely to be viewed as older less innocent and more culpable than others biased beliefs that may lead to harsher inventions in school uh start interventions in school starting as early as pre-kindergarten uh yeah and i've also had to deal with stuff like that in school too before where i I do remember being like why is this happening to me you know like i remember uh a spelling test i had to take home that uh because my writing was sloppy i was left-handed yeah and and the woman gave me an f yeah and i I got every fucking i got all of them right (laughs) and she complained about the writing and i went down to that it was the elementary school in pineville i believe right i went down there and i said uh, I don't. I don't understand the problem. I said, uh, his answers are correct, and you complain about his handwriting. I right. Said, I don't understand that. So she changed those grades, man. And what's crazy, like that's kind of stuff that Education. if if I hadn't had you and my mom yeah. intervening, you know, if y'all just would have been too busy with yeah. work or you know working multiple jobs or something like that, yeah. I, that's the kind of shit that sends me on a pipeline to dumbassville. That's right. And now I'm with the with the dumb kids and and what what the solution ended up being I remember was I would have to write it in cursive and then write it in my regular handwriting like just regular not cursive. Yeah. Um and it was the only way like so basically I was doing the test twice. Mm. Everybody else is doing it once. Mm. I was doing it twice and I still got them A's, but it, I needed a chance, you know. Yeah. So who knows? That that shit could have put me in the um, yeah, the, the you know, one of them yeah. little trailers at the end of the school right. where where they put people that are mm-hmm. like behaviorally yeah. and um, you know, uh, mentally uh, like just difficult, quote unquote. Um, I could have been on that path, yeah. and they don't, and they wouldn't have gave a fuck about me. It would have just been like, yeah, that boy's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, black kids are stupid. I mean, shit, he couldn't write. The, he couldn't write in cursive. He, of course, yeah. he's dumb. And listening to you describe it too, another big factor is uh, max um, toxic masculinity mm-hmm. plays a big role too. Because mm-hmm. children, particularly men like male boys, right. uh, are taught at a really early age the only emotions you could be mad but you can't be sad you yeah. know you can be you can lash out but you know certain behavior is quote-unquote acceptable better certain not, behavior is not, not acceptable right right it's, it's, instead of right, just letting them have a freak because girls are allowed to quote-unquote cry girls are mm. allowed to express themselves yeah. girls are allowed to be more talkative girls are allowed to tell you how they feel like girls are actually forced to use their words let's just keep that real that's why you have grown-ass men that don't know how to talk to people but girls are forced to use their words and so when you have these little boys that are grown up are uh, raised up with men around them that teaches them that it's okay to behave like this those are the things and traces they pick up yep young men of color are more likely to be caught up in the school to prison pipeline as a result of these experiences black male high school students are more likely to miss school due to feeling unsafe in their classroom environment or community get in physical fight or in or outside the school setting be a victim of sexual violence and be a victim of dating violence these risk factors remove what might otherwise be protective factors found in school or close social relationships um yeah it's it's just interesting to see uh people start studying this stuff because i always was like it's just a matter of time until people study the things that because one of the things that's, that's happening is you know especially with black women they're becoming uh higher educated mm-hmm. multiple phds and all this stuff well now these are people in these fields that care about our community in a way that 
it was not cared for over the years and so now they can do these studies and get these resources and these grants uh and so we'll I, I, and i think in the next probably 10 to 20 years we'll start seeing social media studies right agreed because it's just stuff you know this stuff affects our brains yeah. and the people who make this stuff knows it affects your brain that's right uh it's part of the science of it is a hey, dopamine hits from likes and retweets right. and yeah. interactions and uh the same way that like uh these iphone games and stuff they they, mm-hmm. they have people who have studied your brain to be like what does it take to get you to look at your phone every three minutes yeah like mm-hmm. whether it's an instagram whether it's a mm-hmm. twitter whether it's candy yeah. crush Reddit whether it's pokemon go yeah that's why a lot of them whenever you sign up for the apps do you want us to push for us and yeah, all right, that yeah. th- you know what I mean? Yeah. stuff like but like, it's all designed for the same goal which is getting interactions getting your eyes on advertisements or right, yeah. getting some getting you to let someone uh see your personal data stuff like yeah. that that is valuable to people who are creating products uh to sell to you yeah you know so it's it's interesting to see these things uh uh, begin to be studied and i think um that depression and black voice thing is a is a is a big one you know mm-hmm. speaking of which uh study provides new insight into how the idea of a strong black woman could increase the risk of depression yeah uh new research indicates the belief that black women are naturally strong and self-sacrificing is associated with higher levels of depressive symptoms in african-american women in the united states the study which was published in sex roles uh suggests that self-silencing or the inhibition of self-expression is a key pathway between the concept of a strong black woman and depressive symptoms mm. i became interested in the topic when i was gra- a graduate student working on a research project that aimed to be to better understand the gender role views of black women said the study author jasmine abrams an assistant professor at the university of maryland baltimore county and affiliate professor at the yale university school of public health when we were conducting focus group discussions many women mentioned being strong black women or looking up to strong black women in the form of mothers grandmothers aunts friends celebrities etc what struck me about the discussions was how women discussed embodying this role it was simultaneously discussed as aspirational and overwhelming Women spoke about how being strong helped their ancestors survive enslavement and Jim Crow and how it helps them navigate present day oppression and personal challenges. In the same breath, they mentioned that the expectation of strength meant self-reliance, independence, and being overworked in service of others. Uh, I immediately thought about the implications for physical and mental health and decided to design and conduct a new study to determine if women's identification with being strong black women was related to depression symptoms and if so, why? this new study of 194 participants who all identified as strong black women provides more insights into the link between the concept and mental distress abrams and her colleagues found that self-silencing and mediated uh mediated the relationship between the need to showcase strength and depressive symptoms yeah i can imagine that i also think not trying trying not to be the angry black woman is also another thing that probably leads to people self-silencing and being like i'm not gonna say nothing because i don't want nobody to think i'm an angry black woman right and and i think in the age of social media a lot of particularly black men in the black community have gotten shocked from black women because black women have voices and a lot of them are fed up and you know and a lot of them particularly a lot of younger women are like i'm not gonna be like my mama the fuck that this is who i am yes i'm loud yes i'm black i want to be free i don't want to be depressed i don't want my life to be defined being attached to a man you know and men overall they take that as a personal slight 
when it's just black women getting to the point where they actually don't want to be bogged down by the expectations of the world and the expectation that men put on them as far as women being in their place women being subservient women you know bowing down quote unquote to men and men quote unquote running the household you know and telling a woman what to do and you just sit down shut up get be pregnant and have kids and a lot of people are like i don't want to do those things i actually want to get a degree i actually want to do these other things i actually uh don't want to do that and you do have a lot of women that are a lot more happier now because they're actually living their lives and sometimes living a life might mean putting off wanting or desiring or having that uh, urge to go get a man until later on in life and men don't know how to handle that yeah and i think also um when it comes to that strong black woman's uh, archetype um it's always in the service of other people right correct like you're strong because you found a way to cook and clean and have two jobs and to take yeah, care of me exactly, and yeah. you know it's not like you know you strong because you can handle uh mental and physical abuse from other people in your life so that's what make you strong you know you can take it and um while it's also being used to praise people um what happens to the pressure when you're not quote unquote strong so when you are too weak quote unquote to do uh all this extra shit that's been heaped upon you now you got that extra pressure from inside right that internal pressure i'm not living up to the strong black woman my grandmama was or my mother was or it's like no you just human like every like you're not supposed to be out here doing everything for everybody no they even said in the study uh black women um tended to agree strong black women tended to agree with self-silencing statements such as in a close relationship my responsibility is to make the other person happy and i rarely express my anger as at those close to me which in turn was associated with greater depressive symptoms so you're holding yourself back from i mean those are hard conversations but those could be the things that make you happy is being like hey i'm not happy in this relationship and i feel like i'm doing all the work i mean any human being should be able to you know if you feel in that way should be able to come to your partner if they care about you if right if and they should be able to say like hey this shit is not working for me what can we do to change this up and make this a little bit better yeah if if they care and i think uh a lot of uh black women because of the way society is has been quote-unquote tricked into living this fake and false life that's not real you know nobody ever asks black women what do you want to be what do you want (laughs) like Mm -hmm. do you desire to have kids do you desire to be in a straight relationship you know do what like what are your personal you know desires and when you ask a lot of black women you know like it's a service thing i desire to be married i desire to have children you know particularly straight women you know i just and these things are put before yourself all these things i just i have grandkids all these things are put before yourself and when it comes to yourself it's one of those things where you give and you give and you give and it's human nature to be selfish so most people will not turn around and pour back into you so you can continue to give because that's kind of how that works they'll go well you got it 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 you know particularly like you said you're silent you don't ask for help you know you could be mentally breaking down and nobody will even know that's how you have women that end up in a hospital and people just ask well wow how did you end up in a hospital and you go well shit she worked three jobs she had eight kids you know (laughs) it's like well goddamn eventually yes she was going to break uh yeah 
uh specifically the self-silencing aspect eg holding in negative emotions pretending to be happy or okay when you're really not is a pathway from stress to depression the results are in line with the previous study which found that black women who endorsed the view that they need to be strong black women reportedly received less emotional support from friends and family while reporting higher levels of psychological distress yeah and i've I've seen people like kind of talk about it and it's interesting because at the same time that they're trying to be it's almost like you're hurting yourself because you're trying to be of service to everybody and in service of everyone but then upset that you become invisible to people mm-hmm. but that's that's really what what happens is you're you're invisible because you're making yourself in, invisible you're only you like you're putting yourself in a position of uh helping helpfulness which immediately makes people feel like you don't need help like oh you came to my aid well then that's because you have your shit together so much and i'm the one who needs help and that's the real issue here is you know uh you're in a position to help me but help doesn't always mean that somebody is isn't struggling on their side it doesn't mean that they don't need help it doesn't mean they don't go through things but it's just the way people i think are conditioned to believe it's like well if you help if you're a helpful person you don't need any help agreed and also i think for me uh one of the most powerful words you can tell people is no and i think that sometimes uh no i can't help you no i'm not doing that no no i've i've had enough on my plate the answer today is no and once you start saying no i found out you will find out who actually respects you as a human being and who is actually there to use you for the sake of what you could do to them people you will start to weed people out you will realize that your circles will be much smaller Mm -hmm. once you realize once you tell people i'm not going to do this i have enough to do i have my own life and what kills me is the the thing will go self-care 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 and the reason why i said it kills me everybody says it but nobody does it everybody Mm -hmm. says self-care but it's always for somebody else you need self-care you need a therapist you need a psychologist you need to get on medication everybody's telling everybody else what they need but you are probably the most person in the need of it the most but you know you don't want to look at it like that because these things will quote unquote make you look weak or make you look less than but in reality yes you're a woman but you also are a human being a human being that has limitations to what they can do and you're not designed to uh, be on this 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 treadmill of life that does not slow down all right let's get into some fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play you probably feel like we already been playing it right it's fucking with black people. my bad i didn't know we was already playing y'all the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fucked with by finding different articles and we assign point scores from zero to 100 it was 25 for how much we feel fucked with is black people well then it's already 100 all right first article so there's this video going around where these cops uh were arresting a pregnant black woman who was holding a baby um and they were yelling at her talking about we'll kill you and shit and give me a hand she like the door doesn't work on the car and i'm holding a baby i can't get show you i can't show you my hands i'll drop my baby all this stuff and um 
they um you know uh they arrest the both the couple it was drayvon ames and his pregnant fiance aisha harper um and uh multiple people got it on camera phone thank yeah. goodness yeah. because my understanding is that those cops uh turned off their their oh. uh cameras on their body cams of and course. their car dash cam yes so they knew they was wrong yeah um so yeah they they uh they did this all under the auspices of the four-year-old daughter supposedly took a barbie doll out of a local family dollar store that's right so of course death sentence right gotta kill the parents that's right Ains and Harper say city cops pointed guns at them while that one-year-old and four-year-old daughters watched, and one officer is even heard saying he will shoot Harper in the head. An anonymous witness reported that the four-year-old stole a five-dollar Barbie doll from the store. Ains says police followed them to a nearby apartment complex where the couple intended to drop their daughters off to a sitter, but when Harper, who was in the backseat with her girls, told police the backseat didn't open, that's when the officer threatened to shoot her. Keep in mind, the backseat probably doesn't open because your fucking kids are back there. Yeah, you probably got the kids, you got the lock. kids lock on. Right. So you will need somebody to open the door for you. Um, well, now the family has lawyered up on their own, pursuing charges, and Jay-Z's social justice department of Rock Nation, Team Rock, is also assisting the family in taking legal action against the officers involved and the city of Phoenix. $10 million lawsuit they filed. Shout out to Jay-Z out yeah. here helping yeah they they be trying to man they be on jay-z's ass for everything he do it's like they can't do nothing right but low-key man he has just stayed behind the scenes tirelessly helping people and spreading awareness the trayvon martin documentary um the um khalif browder documentary uh all sorts of charitable contributions to black lives matter all this different stuff like this dude is a whole activist he's a prison abolition uh, uh prison uh reform uh activists and you know i and it's like every time he raps about like black wealth or something like people always try to like act like he's just some piece of shit but he's not um and i'm sure all these people he's helping would tell you that to to your face you know uh they're not only providing legal support in the form of hiring high-powered attorney alex spiro pro bono but are also calling for the termination of the police officers involved in the incident Spiro is seeking charges against one of the police officers for child neglect and also helping with their legal, uh, with their civil lawsuit against the city of Phoenix in which they are asking for $10 million in damages. The family accuses the officers of battery, unlawful imprisonment, false arrest, infliction of emotional distress, and violation of civil rights. So somebody accused the baby of stealing and the baby didn't steal it? Uh, I, they didn't say whether they stole it or not. It wouldn't matter though. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it literally yeah. wouldn't matter. This is not the right response to a $5 Barbie being stolen. Yeah, and, sure. and the children guarantee that, you know, kids pick up shit all the time. As a parent, you have to constantly pat your kids down to be sure they ain't walking in the store with shit. Also, it never happens to white people. Yeah. Ever. Never. There are no videos like this because they're not, they're not, it's not having it. Um, it's just ridiculous. Uh, and I saw that video. I hate that I saw it because I don't like watching that shit, but, you know i saw it and i i, I just thought to myself like you know this feeling of almost like helplessness that you have when you're watching these things because it's nothing i can do yeah. to help these people but it's cool to know that there's people like jay-z and beyonce and uh you know all these these people out there that got resources that still care about folks um that see the same shit we do on social media and go i do have the money to help yeah. i do have the you know let me use these research sources to 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 put something on it so shout out to him uh let's see uh zero to 100 karen oh 100 that all the way 100. yeah i'll give it dracars which is over 100 because i did see that damn video and no i terrible. didn't 
um let's see the police are investigating raptors executive for allegedly pushing a deputy after game six win yeah, hmm. yeah um now there's a lot of conflicting reports none of this is on camera except the uh the aftermath but from my understanding uh it was a misunderstanding about credentials and coming on the court you need a gold wristband to be one of the people that can come on the court after the game he had his press like his credentials in his hand but it wasn't a gold wristband the police officer tried to stop him uh the police officer claims that he was punched and pushed by masai ujiri who is the uh, general manager uh witnesses are saying that is not what happened i'm about to say i don't believe that it was the police officer who pushed and punched him which makes more sense uh but of course the police are going after him and they always tell the truth police always you know yeah you can trust them they don't ever turn off their body cameras and dashboard cameras and point the gun at kids uh deputies have classified the incident as a misdemeanor battery on an officer this reminds me of when uh the eagles won the super bowl and uh one of the um i think it was the eagles maybe it was the the patriots but a police officer was like i was doing security in the locker room and one of the players pushed me out of the way and it was this old white woman i think and it was like they had to drop the charges because it's so ridiculous like who would do that yeah that you know that's not what happened like maybe he brushed past you or something and you decided to take offense but get the fuck out of here this dude was not and he was and it happened to be an outspoken player who had spoken out of, i think martellus bennett or somebody who's spoken out about police violence and been in support of kaepernick so oh the police just happen to have a problem they need to go to court over with this black man because he's a little too outspoken fuck out of here um anyway man we'll see uh somebody all that recording in there somebody got video of what happened yeah. you know they do I don't, that's why i'm like if i don't even know why the police will lie about this shit like you better not like this is such a confirmable lie <laughs> like right. some everybody was recording the moment they won that game they gonna have video of if you punched him or not so uh but yeah we'll see what happens with that um uh zero to a hundred oh a hundred that let me give it a 101 all right uh i'll give this uh give it 75 till i see the footage 75 just in case just in case leave a little room uh let's see uh dallas high school uh valedictorian was silenced during a speech after mentioning uh the the murders of trayvon martin and uh who was the second person she mentioned um tamir rice yeah that that probably wasn't the speech approved high school valedictorian in dallas is claiming her principal cut the microphone during a graduation speech on saturday after she addressed the loss of victims of injustice trayvon martin and tamir rice in the now viral video posted on twitter ruha hagar is seen uh tapping her microphone and waiting for sound to return and what the school called a technical difficulty but his mm-hmm. classmates cheered her on mm-hmm. hagar says she watched uh emmett conrad high school principal uh timiskin asmiram uh signal staff to turn off the music uh turn off the mic i'm sorry her valedictorian speech was cut short because i said the name my valedictorian speech was cut short because i said the names of black children who have become victims of police brutality hagger captioned the video our principal signal for my mic to be turned off as soon as i said trayvon martin and tamir rice and played it off to trayvon martin tammy rice and all the other children who became victims of injustice 
you might yep. as well just kept kept let let it continue on because this caused more problems. He absolutely did too. You can see in the footage. You can see in the footage he gives like a thumbs like a cut to the throat, uh, little like uh-uh, and then thumbs up to the person who's cutting the mic. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see it on your screen yet. No, okay. No, now I do. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, see if I can replay it. Uh, and that's the thing. Sometimes if you just let shit happen, it won't be a, like he couldn't let this baby continue on with the speech, and nobody would have gave a fuck about this speech. All the yeah. hundreds and thousands of other speeches going on this time of the year. And he's a brown man of some type. Like I, I don't know if he's black, but he's a brown dude of some type. And he felt that this was okay to cut this mic. He got, um, that, he got that white blood. Yeah, <laughs> like he looked like he might be Indian or something, yeah. um, like the uh, Middle Eastern Indian. Yeah. But uh, he definitely was on some like oh, uh, Ixnay on the Akblay, uh stuff. Yeah, they be so scared and afraid. This is the last speech. She go- who gives a fuck? She's not gonna be there no more. Yeah, yeah, and it's also because <clears throat> she's in high school. And Bobby Jindal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he do. <laughs> yeah, he sold us out. Yeah, she not going up there cussing or saying nothing foul. Is that yeah. him sitting right there? Yeah, that's him. To Trayvon Martin, Tammy Rice, and all the other children who became victims of injustice. He really tried to look at her like like he can't even. He really tried to look like oh, who knows what happened. this now the mic works to trayvon martin now the mic works son of a bitch um but yeah so um that and apparently he had reviewed the speech prior to the ceremony and edited out the names of martin and rice because there was no point in mentioning police brutality until she was in a position of power what does that mean jesus hagar was disappointed in the school's decision decided to go off script during graduation I never expected them not to allow me to finish, but because at the end of the day, school wants to raise social conscious students, students who are able to think for themselves. That's what I was doing. Uh, Hago has received the outpouring of support online for her actions while the schools received backlash. Of course, of course. He'd been better off just letting her continue the speech. And who are you to determine that? And of course, uh, he is uh, not commenting. Yeah. No, he hasn't. Zero to 100, Karen. 100. Fuck him. All right, Dad. I'm down with Karen. All right, I also give that a hundred. That's yeah, pretty bad. A position of power. So why do I need to be in a position of power to voice my frustration about things? Last one. He might be looking for a job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what he needs to do. He like he probably would be a good police spokesperson. Um, or maybe an officer. <laughs> you never know. They probably hiring. They got yeah. two openings now. Yeah, that's right. Two It'll people be, on desk duty. Yeah. Restaurant responds to the accusations of racism with statement and surveillance video. Captain Steves has broken in silence about an incident that occurred on June 1st at their Fort Mill location, mm. which sparked accusations of racism against the restaurant and its employees. Fort Mill location. I thought it was the one in Charlotte. It's well, happened Karen, twice. It's happened. It's like the receipt type thing we're talking about. The statement was posted to the company's Facebook page along with video surveillance of the alleged incident. You can read the full letter and view the video below. To all Captain Steve's loyal customers, friends, supporters, employees, and members of the community. We at Captain Steve's have been the subject of a great deal of media coverage over the last two weeks over an incident that occurred on Saturday, June 1st, 2019 at our Fort Mill, South Carolina location. During the time between 
the alleged incident today we remain silent as other groups and their followers have taken the opportunity to share their view of what occurred and their followers have not held back in attempting to met out punishment for the perceived slight they have done it this in person by approaching members of the captain steve's family and threatening their lives and safety of the employees and customers of captain steve's they have written vile things on the internet suggested horrible outcomes to our family not only the uh not only not knowing what truly happened but based on the messages we are not confident that they have any affiliation or even know the so-called victims in this matter uh they probably black so that's an affiliation invisible yet through it all we at captain steve's remain silent in an effort to quell the situation and attempt to remain above the fray we can stay silent no longer after a thorough investigation that we conducted at our own expense and a review of the video and the incident as well as interviews with the people involved we believe it's important to relay our version of what occurred on saturday night saturday night june 1st 2019 representatives of a group of customers came to the restaurant requested a table for 16 people our manager asked the person if the entire party was present and she was informed that they were not at the time the manager informed the person they could not seat the party until all members were present the woman appeared to understand a while later the woman indicated that there had been a change in the plan there would be 18 for dinner change was noted the woman then indicated the entire party was present and she was given a coaster to alert her for her table the coaster was activated and as the party began showing in the room the manager counted the number of members in the party she only counted 13 people two other gentlemen came in after she counted 13 it was at this time that the manager spoke to the members of the party that she had been dealing with explained that she could not see the partial party the members indicated they wanted to be seated and the manager explained that if she sat the party other members of the party coming later would not be able to sit with them for space reasons from there certain members of the group began to argue loudly and raise their voices this is occurring in the entrance to a large dining room where many people are dining and attempting to enjoy their meal at this point in time the proprietor captain steve came over wait this isn't really named captain steve wow so does that mean like it's a real captain d out there somewhere captain steve fisher yeah <laughs> <laughs> he coming there with a boat hat on what's uh, happening right. here captain steve arr, arr. captain steve came over to speak to the group and was met with screaming and pointing fingers he tried to calmly explain the situation it clearly was not working out and several moments uh after several moments in a crowded restaurant he asked the party to leave the disturbance had to come to an end and it was apparent that to management it was not going to end unless the group was given their way mm. one particular what happened to customer always right one particular member of the party flew into a rage and had to be escorted out by members of her own group she was cursing and screaming and could be heard well above the sound of an already crowded restaurant that is what occurred that night there have been allegations made that the group was uh told that their black dollars were not wanted at captain steve's that Ooh. never happened there are allegations that racial comments were made that never happened there are allegations that the group was treated the way they were because they were african-american that is absolutely not true the truth is that for the first time that the first time any mention of money was made is when they were asked to leave a member of the group can be heard uh saying our money is green too later the group standing outside repeats the same statement and someone in the group can be heard to say they don't want our black dollars a member of the group said that not any person affiliated with captain steve's mm-hmm captain steve has been in business for 23 years and served the community the whole community all the time a large percentage of our business is derived from the african-american community yes That's it true. is that is motherfucking true niggas be up in that place because you you get more like that's why this statement's so thorough. They can't afford to hit. <laughs> Sunday after after church, niggas, right. they light that place up. They couldn't hit that Denny. They couldn't hit that Denny's like, well, go on then. They had to be like, uh, listen, we love the Negro community. Okay. Mm-hmm. Negroes keep us in business. This salt and pepper catfish don't sell itself. No, okay? it don't. Take out. <laughs> we get that takeout from down there. That's right. pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
it's like you know how much texas people we go through in a month we, we can't come on come afford on to have we them. got too much coke out here to sell right <laughs> we need some blacks Mm-mm. we got slaw and hush puppets to fry we never we have never had to say that before because we do not see race or religion or ethnic background we see customers some of whom have become loyal customers or friends over the years but unfortunately we are forced to say it now and we do so solely to let the community know this incident did not occur as it's being told we give our solemn word that if our investigation show any improper conduct not only would it have been dealt with immediately but we would have come to the community on bended knees seeking forgiveness we do not claim perfection on the other hand we should not be made out to be the wrongdoer if it is not true the group that came in that night has every right to speak out and say what they feel and perceive we would never ask to take that right away from them but there are two other facts that are equal importance first they have the right to be questioned as to the accuracy and legitimacy of their claims and secondly we have the equal right to speak out as well in opposition to anything that is said up until this moment we have sat back and investigated what occurred and allowed others to speak and say hurtful things about our businesses and and us personally and we did not respond until we had all the facts we would we will not sit back any longer we did nothing wrong that night and all we did was enforce a policy we have enforced for 20 years and did so with no intention to no attention to race or any other factors the mere fact that someone decides that race was the factor does not make it true it never has in this case it certainly does not either um uh i have learned over the last two weeks that people will rush to judgment whether they have all the facts or do not i'm equally aware that some people will read this and will agree and others will continue to hold their beliefs but i encourage everyone who has any doubts about captain steve's family to come in and meet us and debate for yourself decide for yourself whether this is a welcoming environment and lastly to all the wonderful people who have been so supportive over the last two weeks you have my unending appreciation Hmm. well i don't know y'all y'all believe captain steve's zero to a hundred karen i give it a 25 because that is their policy like their policy mm-hmm. that's that really is their policy y'all you know a lot of times people do that and they sweat no they were like look if everybody ain't here we're not sitting you know, we, you know cause they're packed they're crowded so they was like we don't want to hold these open spots where somebody else could actually literally be sitting there what you think dad I'm at to go with maybe a five, man. Okay, it's, it's intervals of twenty five, so yeah. that's not okay. like a zero. Okay. Uh, well, I've been there, you know, and I've uh, eaten there. I've had takeout there. I've never, and for years and years, I've never had any issue. People are very polite, all this stuff. But I didn't know about this policy about, you know, not seating all the people if they weren't there. Yeah, I've been in. Uh, when well, I worked at IHOP, like that, that. that's a thing. Like, mm-hmm. and people do that shit too, where they yeah i got 16 people coming then they fucking take up your table yeah i see for fucking half an hour waiting on two more people to show up but they won't order i mean i get why as a on the other side of this as a a person that worked in a restaurant why you would have a policy like that Uh, especially because captain steve's be crowded right that was like we're not missing up no money because the thing is what i realized because uh me and my debbie went there a few weeks ago and it was people standing everywhere we was like i don't know if we want to eat here and we went in we was like how long because the 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 number of the party does matter normally it's like six to eight you normally have to wait a little longer and so we went up there and they were like it'd be 10 to 15 minutes and 10 to 15 minutes because we was party of two we was in and out everybody on the outside that was sitting was literally parties that were broke up they waiting on everybody so so when i tell you that's like that's their policy that's their policy and they tell you that up front right and then especially when the customers get mad when uh they do that bullshit where they're like oh we got 12 people coming like all right well we 
uh can only see for the people you know the party you know y'all can wait for them to show up yeah. and then we can see y'all and you know because in the meantime we could be sitting at other customers places right, right. and then so- they'll be like um well uh okay well then you know um well let me just see us nine and then the other three will show up and i'm like okay but we only got space for y'all nine and then when the other three show up i gotta send them you know across the room or in yeah. a booth or something Word. people got an attitude yeah. like because it's not your house you can't just pull up a chair homie right. and not only that uh be on time niggas you yeah, know folks right. you know you do y'all got them family members y'all tell them they know they late they're like right. shit we want to eat we ain't got time to wait on y'all to roll up in here 45 minutes later that's yes right. you're gonna be on the other side of the goddamn restaurant yeah that's like right. it's literally a money thing like i know that they you know because it's just not it's not like the crib where you can show up to the barbecue you know at two they say four you show up at six whatever yeah you know to have a seat eat some barbecue at a restaurant it's, it's like no nah, we can't turn into that because I, every table i'm not putting sitting people at and rotating out is money out of my pocket all yeah. right and so it's, it's it's not just a uh now if they had only inflicted this on uh black people or something i would understand yeah. but being that i've eaten there before and seen the policy in action i don't know i don't think i don't think it's a racial a racism thing but um you know we i I feel like we we did this a few years back there was a in florida or something south or maybe georgia south carolina there's a family that did this and we was like yeah but y'all niggas was kind of (laughs) uh i don't know if it was uh racist uh per se uh anyway i i'm not fucked with by this um so I, and like I, mean, I said and that's only because we we've eaten here before and like i said i literally see like if you go up there you would be like god damn why is this 50 people standing outside a restaurant yeah. and it's it's a bunch of big parties and yeah. the thing is and what's so funny though niggas know when they go at the restaurant y'all got 25 people it's gonna take a while to that's sit right. down and eat so i don't know why y'all come in there rolling 25 deep we be waiting 50 minutes yes it is 25 of y'all we are right. packed we have to wait for these smaller tables to clear out which means while we're waiting on these tables to clear up, this is money we don't have. Eat at home, nigga, if you want to eat immediately. If not, you got to wait. That was the worst, man. The big ass table. Oh my god! You get a good group of people at the door. You're like, this shit. Like here we go. <laughs> like turn uh, thirty seven people. I would like water and a coke. And I'm like, I gotta bring forty drinks out at the same time. I need help from everybody. Like try to do as good a job as possible but man we a big ass group of people because always at least one person acting the ass yeah in a big group of people it's just yeah. uh, always one and then some people uh get mad because some restaurants have a no split policy because of big groups like right. like some restaurants that no you cannot split this check because right. they ran to the thing where you split the check you always have one or two niggas that want to walk out and not pay for their fucking mint. nope it's one check somebody got to pay for this motherfucker yeah it's just funny man big groups of people man and like the thing is uh when i was a waiter i was really good with big groups of people because you know i'm funny Same. and and they like you know they like me Engaging, you know yeah, yeah. and then i and i would use that social pressure the other way where i would be so good because what i did was i found a difficult person and i'd be real good to them and you can see the table kind of turn because they like well if this nigga can deal with them then uh you know what we got to tip them a lot of times they'll tip you more because they'll be like i know this nigga this i this is the fifth time he's changed his motherfucking drink make up your mind right i just find that person that's like now listen y'all got fries with no salt because i'm gonna need no salt on my fry like oh yeah we can do that sir you know we like i'll just take care of that dude or that woman 
first and foremost and then you see everybody else around be like apologizing like i'm so sorry i don't know why he needs a cup of ice and a cup of water and he just gonna pull it together i don't know <laughs> i'm sorry but that's the only way to do it uh anyway man um i mean i'll say i'm 25 fuck it, but i don't i don't know i don't know if i believe them niggas all right let's go to uh the, <laughs> that sound like they got mad it turned into some black shit outside yeah the yeah they got you know they hate black people in here I'm like, camera, like no y'all three extra people were not here uh, it's a bunch of full-ass black people eating on the eating at their tables like mm, this is some delicious fish yeah <laughs> you know they hate niggas in here mm, they do can you pass that shrimp right <laughs> i can't tell from the food yeah. uh all right let's go to guest the race guys now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today my dad and karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right um let's get into these first a four-year-old boy was craving candy mm. and he was somehow able to hop into his great-grandfather's vehicle and make a mile and a half trek to a speedway in blame minnesota oh yeah sometimes you get that candy fix man was this a keyless one where you could just pick up the little thing like i call where you just don't even have to crank it um uh, i don't know it was uh honda do honda had a keyless joints now they do the, okay. new, the newer models well, maybe so. I mean, although a kid turned the key, isn't that Four-year-old boy who went on a bit of a joyride through part of Blaine. He took his grandpa's keys and drove to a nearby gas station. Grandpa. Fox Science Paul Bloom talked with... Yeah, because uh, I don't I don't know if they do this, but I think in newer model cars, they have a feature where you literally can't turn the key. I don't know about, about keyless, but I know old cars, you literally can't oh, turn the key unless you press the gas. So, you know, I don't know if this is a car like that. Okay, we'll see. Police who are amazed, relieved, but want to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. And how fast were you going? Do you know? I hit this gas brake and like that. And, and what were you, where were you going? To the gas station. How come? Because I want to have reasons. Let's just say little Sebastian is a little mischievous. This is where the gas store can open what what's that papa would do the kiddo appears to know just about everything when it comes to his great-grandfather's hyundai santa fe and tuesday morning about 8 30 sebastian put a real scare into his family sebastian. when he took off in the suv panicking anxiety a little, a little bit of almost all the emotions going on and trying to calculate what happened and how do you get him down sebastian demonstrated how he pulled it off using great-grandpa Roy's walker to grab the keys <gasps> from wall hooks. And when no one was watching, he bounded into the driver's seat and was off. He watches everything people do, does. You know, and he'll, and he'll repeat it. From great-grandpa's house, Sebastian stretched his tiny body, his eyes barely able to see above the steering wheel. He backed out of the driveway, running <gasps> through some windy neighborhood streets before turning left onto incredibly busy University Avenue at the heart of the morning rush. 
From there, witnesses oh report each other radically along university at speeds in the 10 to 15 mile an hour range. Eventually, getting the Santa Fe safely into the gas station parking lot <gasps> where police quickly met him. I've never seen a driver this young before operating a vehicle. And while he navigated his candy route run pretty well, there were a few bumps along the road for little Sebastian, including these mailboxes in the neighborhood <laughs> he ran over. I gotta fact, get that kid. A portion of the vehicle's bumper here at the home of this neighbor. I couldn't believe it. I'm just thankful that he's okay. A day later, and there are some laughs. No one was seriously injured in Sebastian's remarkable ride. But there are also some serious lessons for him and his family, including plans to lock up the keys going forward and to keep a closer eye on the youngster. We're laughing about it, but yeah, it could have been very serious. You know, yeah, he could have hit a car and not wearing the seatbelt. We could have been talking about a funeral right now. That's scary. Yes, it is. In blank, Paul Bloom, Fox 9. All right, guys. Guess the race of little Sebastian. White. Dad. That little bit cute and adorable. He's going to get a Reese's, right? Reese's? Reese's, yes. Uh, I'm thinking it's a Minnesota crackhead on that candy white boy. All right, let's check the chat room. Uh, the grandfather drove a Honda and not a Cadillac to his mother <laughs> Hyundai, Hyundai. <laughs> yeah uh uh to his mother was concerned and not angry she he's a white adorable little white boy minnesota kevin McAllister, snow white oh uh, he's so cute white and dangerous uncle grandpa could wouldn't take me <laughs> to the store white grandpa's our predator uh our little super predator white white uh little Devonte would be in juvie and great grandpa in jail white nobody called him a thug sebastian is white uh because they are reporting this story as bubbly and light white but if i if it was a nigga they story would have been negative story and black but this is all white future mass murderer white (laughs) get out of my dreams and get into my car white (laughs) i just want to do hood rat things with my friends white and white trash nificent white future oppressor the Aww. correct answer is everybody got it right white oh uh, man how did we get that i just want to do hood right things with my friends that's a lucky guess man which is lucky guess uh <laughs> yep uh, all y'all got it right wow yeah yeah that's him in the car i don't know how he could he had that car all the way to the front like karen when she drive right right because i'm sure it yeah <laughs> he, wow. he was getting at four years old that yeah. boy gonna be a nascar he or is, something man. little ricky bobby I know, um all right <laughs> let's go to the next one all right so for our next one um how about let's see make sure i archive that bad boy um a 25 year old walhalla woman was arrested after she was caught driving a toy truck down the roadway oh my goodness yeah how old was she 25 and she was driving a toy truck walhalla south carolina a 25 year old woman was arrested after police said they caught her driving a power wheels toy truck along <laughs> north church street reportedly only a mile away from her house i mean that's pretty far on a toy truck though come on the battery didn't die while holla police confirmed she was impaired behind the wheel oh 
That's the worst surprise. type of DUI. That's a surprise to it. Oh, is thing. it because it was like a motorized vehicle, even though it ain't like a car car? You can't get in the street. Yeah, you yeah. probably could have oh, got oh, hit oh, by okay. somebody else. Okay, yeah. so she was like in the street street. Yeah. She was on Church Street, Karen. Yeah, on the street. Uh, police initially responded to a suspicious person's call and discovered Megan Holman driving the toy truck on the road. Was the knees all in the chest? Yeah, I, know, right? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a power wheel. I wanted one of them things so bad when I was a kid. Oh, me too. Oh, like, oh, I don't need a power wheel. Most I can get was the big wheel. You better use your own legs. I know. Like a bike, something. But that, them power wheels, I was like, damn, that's for the 1% right there. Come on. That's you just spent a few hundred dollars on one of them. <laughs> Fancy riding. I had the little, you had to get them, uh, pedal cars. That was, that was, that was That's the most you gonna get. That was like the, the regular people cars. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how much the power wheels cost. I know they must have been a grip. Oh yeah, you might have down two, three hundred dollars. We can get him this power wheel or we can get him some shoes. Right. Police initially responded to the call, da da da. Uh, um, yeah, they could not confirm where she was headed, but she did confirm she was about a mile from her house. So she was believed to be coming back from somewhere. I don't know, the bar? No. I know, right? Alright, y'all, I gotta get out of here, man. I'll talk to y'all later. She went, she went to pick up your boy to go get some candy. Cause you, <laughs> cause you know you can only get a, a smooth five to seven miles per hour on them things. I gotta get some Reese's and get the hell up out of here, y'all. Minnesota, I'll be back. And you know what? She'd have been good if she'd have stayed off the highway. Uh, well, it was just a regular road. It was Church Street. Downs, downtown. That's like a downtown street, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, guys, guess the race of Megan holman karen a white that i'm gonna have to go with the dub all right let's check the chat room some a-holes can't handle their liquor white when jesus take the wheel goes wrong white (laughs) white i'm a white woman sir can i have another drink white white uh little tykes white white megan equal white uh what about megan the stallion k can uh (laughs) was late for a meth run white past blue ribbon white and i was told by apple care white the correct answer is and everyone went with the same thing and they all got it right she was white pow pow power wheels man i remember them commercials Mm-hmm. i wanted one of them things too she don't even look too bothered about it Mm-mm. i feel like they gotta throw that case out i think she's done this before that's why i think yeah that, mm-hmm. you know and first time it worked you know she like yeah obviously how was i gonna hurt somebody i was going to yeah. like feet two to an five hour. <laughs> like on. it's not even a mile two feet. only person to get hurt is me right can you even measure power wheels in miles <laughs> <laughs> my battery is always dead by the time i get back home do they have does power wheels have like turn signals even you know it don't and ain't got no glass that's crazy i mean sir i mean sir if they're gonna hit me what, what's gonna happen i'm gonna bounce <laughs> off of them sir right i have no plastic i mean no metal in this vehicle ma'am ma'am do you know why i pulled you over <laughs> i know right <laughs> Can I see your driver? Registration. Somebody said a good thing. Headlights. I don't know. Right. Some of the good. Some of the good ones might have headlights and brakes now. They don't got fancy. Ma'am, I you didn't have. First of all, you didn't have your seatbelt on. I noticed. Yeah, the tag. Yeah, I think your tag. Yeah, it's expired. <laughs> oh, uh, Big Wheel uh, International is not a tag number, ma'am. I know, right? All right, last one, guys. Tampa, Florida. A Newport Richie man was coke with cocaine powder on his nose told the hillsburg county deputies it wasn't his 
He got it. Somebody else's bag. Uh, what is he sniffing? Flour. We were just baking a cake. During a Sunday morning traffic stop, Deputy said 20-year-old 20, 20 Fabricio Torres Jimenez was inside the vehicle as a passenger. One of the deputies noticed a white powdery substance on his nose. Jimenez's nose was swabbed. The test results showed it was cocaine. Authorities did not specify the events leading up to the traffic stop. Uh, according to the sheriff's office, Jimenez tried to tell deputies that the cocaine on his nose did not belong to him. Deputies said they found a backpack containing 250 grams of marijuana and 13 Xanax pills. Ooh. They said after searching Jimenez, they also found a small bag of powder cocaine. Mm. He was arrested on drug charges. Mm. He's like, I don't know where that came from. I know that much. Uh, alright guys, guess the race of, uh, Fabricio Torre tu, Tueros Jimenez. Latino or Latina. Right. Yeah, Latino. That. I'm going to say uh, he's got a little Spanish in him, brother. Okay, let's check the chat room. My goodness. Another Quaalude. She love me in the morning. Latinx. Uh, Tony uh, Montana, uh, Mexico. Latino. Jimenez, Hispanic. El Chapo's cousin is getting deported. Latinx. Uh, I hate drugs, but the drugs love me. Latino. Buenos Diaz Juan Valdez Mexican officers it was two six feet tall black men who put this in my nose Mexican Aww. still wet from the journey the cocaine just cleans him Aww, Aww. Latino someone called ice Latino border jumper El Chapo baby brother Latinx the correct answer is and you guys all got it right yeah, yeah. Oh, did I even play the bonus round music? No, I don't I think didn't. I did. All right, we'll do one more. One more guest race. Hold on. Woohoo! Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round, the guest race. So far, my dad and Karen are both three, four, three Can you believe a, hundred, this? Baby, a, hundred. a very rare three for three it's particularly for me let's see <laughs> how it goes in the bonus round all right a uh woman in lancaster is facing charges after a video of her kicking and stomping a dog on her front porch made rounds on social media okay, i'm assuming this is south carolina uh i don't know ashley gaston 28 is charged with aggravated cruelty to animals endangering the welfare of children and corruption of minors oh, shit. an officer was dispatched around 2 19 p.m friday uh um to beaver street to for a report of a woman on her front porch kicking a dog beaver street yep kicking kicking a dog when it's down the officer oh. responded to the residence and spoke with gaston gaston denied kicking the dog told the officer that the dog had bitten her son and that she took the dog outside and hit it on the head once the officer did not yeah. see any bite marks on Gaston's son or any injuries to the dog. Uh, around 7 p.m. Friday, a video was shared on social media showing a woman on the front porch of the residence repeatedly kicking and stomping on the dog. The woman was then seen going inside the residence, returning with the child, encouraging the, da- the child to kick the dog. <gasps> the child kicked the dog at the woman's encouragement, according to the police report. Damn. Uh, official close to the investigation confirmed the woman in the video is Gaston. The officials also uh, confirmed the authenticity of the video making rounds on social media. Once that video was viewed by law enforcement officials, it was clear that the extent of the incident had been gravely, greatly downplayed by Gaston upon initial investigation. Officers returned to the residence and took custody of the dog, a 14 to 18 month old terrier called Trigger. 
trigger was taken to the lancaster pet emergency treatment and specialties where it was determined he had bruised lungs a more oh. thorough forensic examination will be administered in philadelphia sometime saturday gaston was then taken into custody she is remanded to lancaster county prison in lieu of fifty thousand dollars bail guess the race of ashley gaston white karen's going white that i'm gonna go with uh sister i think it was a black chick okay dog ate up the damn candy bar what is that reese's reese's yeah went in on the reese's let's check the chat room they were on lassie white they believed her white all dogs go to heaven white michael vick little sister stormed the yard black uh i feel like if she were black she would have been shot on sight she alive so white white woman black dog blacky oh (laughs) now if it was a black dog it would have been named king not trigger come on now uh a white woman right black she don't give a damn about a dog while white folks focus on dogs and yoga white uh white mad that their her own that her power wheels ride didn't show up white white Aww. captain steve customer whom <laughs> 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 hmm, i'm going white the snitch was white too okay so a lot of divisiveness a lot of white a lot of black only one person can be right to end the show between okay. karen and my dad all right and since it's father's day happy father's day word my dad got it right oh yeah. Which means the rest of you niggas got it wrong. <laughs> Everybody know black people abuse dogs. Come on, guys. Aww. So lay up. I take this L because they left and came back. Mm. Yeah, well, she does. She was using some of that light skin privilege, I think. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Ah, okay, that makes sense she was using a little that at the beginning and they came back and said i knew we can't trust them man social um, media is it you better not do no shit man you end up on the news what you mean this fish ain't cooked right now i do feel like whoever snitched was probably a white person yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. told <laughs> i told too you're going to jail now yeah <laughs> uh all right let's go to sore ratchetness and get out of here <laughs> out all right be careful get him got him he got him he got his ass a man has been accused of threatening to kill his neighbor with a sword police have arrested a man who they say threatened to kill his neighbor with a sword wednesday evening police say it happened around 5 20 p.m on tumblewood grove which is the area of circle drive and monterey road when uh officers arrived the victim showed them for surveillance video that showed the suspect had just left officers searched the suspect's home and found multiple swords shit police obtained a warrant for the suspect 39 year old alfredo Macedo, uh also known as alfredo gonzalez um uh, also known as mac the knife right <laughs> also known as swordsman thursday morning when officers went to arrest gonzalez he tried to escape out a window then barricaded himself inside the home he was arrested after a two-hour standoff Damn. yeah mm. so watch out here guys people out here with these swords they crazy they out here messing people up don't 
be a victim. <laughs> that's somebody said, oh, he been deported. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. That's the answer to everything with, know, under this right? administration. Right? You get deported. You get deported. You get deported. <laughs> all right guys that's it for today thank you so much dad for coming through hey, man, i always appreciate it. these you know, episodes mm-hmm. i just wanted y'all to know i love you and i appreciate it love it's you too such a pleasure to be here and we'll be back later on I th- tomorrow and then tuesday for sure uh tuesday we have brandon collins from medium popcorn mm-hmm. as a guest um on the podcast so we'll see you guys then um until next time i love you i love, I love you too, you too. Mwah. Mwah.